0: On today's episode of Power of the Towel, part of the Next Misconduct Network of Podcasts, this is it, folks. This is what the season will come down to two games back to back against the Montreal Canadiens in Montreal to determine whether or not there will be meaningful games in March. We get into all of that. The series that just wrapped up against the Ottawa Senators. The Jimmy VC waiver wire pickup. The breaking news that Tanner Pearson is out at least at least four weeks and much much more on today's episode of Power of the Towel. You'll be saying wow every time you use this towel. He's not a person at all. He's a towel. You're a towel. But in Vancouver, mainly, it's all about towel power. Are you ready? Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Friday episode of Power of the Towel, part of the Next Misconduct Network, a podcast. Before you go any further, as usual, subscribe to the network. Not only will you get this show, Power of the Towel, twice a week, you will get Silky and Filthy, Puck talk and Bullshit, Kyle Bowen, Trevor Bakes. You will get Sip It on a 40 from the one and only Kyle Bowen. And you will also get the Quickie, a daily hockey show from Trevor Bakes. Once again, this is Power of the Towel. I'm your host, Nick Bondy, and we are recording this Friday morning before the two-game set Against the Montreal Canadiens. And ladies and gentlemen. This is it. This is the final countdown. This, These two games. These two games. Will determine. If the Vancouver Canucks will actually have meaningful games. In March. Can you feel it? Can you feel the excitement? I know I can. And it's not just about winning these games, because that's obviously important. It's also about winning these games in regulation. Take four points from the Montreal Canadiens and make sure they don't get any. Maybe you can afford for them to get one point in overtime, but this is it. Two games against Montreal. You win both these games in regulation, there may be a chance. Lose both these games It's probably Kearns Win one, lose one Still probably currents. Two games against the Montreal Canadiens In Montreal Patrick Demko tonight versus Jake Allen Man, I am pumped I am pumped This is it We're going to let this ride for a bit The beautiful sounds of Europe. The final countdown. Classic 80s. I guess it's hair metal, arena rock. I don't know what it is. You've heard this song before probably. They play it all the time at sporting events. The cheesiest song I can find for this segment. But man, this is is huge. Two games against Montreal back to back. To determine if the Canucks will play meaningful games the rest of the season. And, yeah, it's going to be Thatcher Demko tonight. I assume he gets the start tomorrow as well. Hockey Night in Canada, Saturday night in Montreal. You have to ride him. If if the Canucks did not give Brain Holpe a start on Wednesday in, in Ottawa, give Demko some rest, I don't think they're going to trust him on the second half of back-to-back. If they do, I would be absolutely shocked. And let's be real, let's be honest. Those two games against Ottawa, they blew a 2-0 lead twice. Twice. Two straight games blew a 2-0 lead. Managed to win both games. They have eight goals in regulation. Five games. Five games. They won four of them. That's courtesy of the VanCast. Listen to that on the way here. But those two Ottawa games, they were outshot by what, like twenty something? That first game again, that that game, Demko stole it for him, and out attempted as well in both games. But look, don't don't apologize, Canucks fans, for having a good goalie. You don't have to say, oh well, we should have lost. Sorry, we had a good. Don't don't apologize for that. We have a good goalie in Thatcher Demko, a goalie who I think now has cemented himself as part of that core four as part of that group that you need to build this team around you have a goalie like that in Thatcher Demko you really do don't apologize for that and I know they've been out attempted again in both games they're probably going to get outshot these two games against Montreal if history is any indication but we're at the point in the season where it's all about one thing Just win, baby. Just win, baby. Who cares if it gets ugly? We said it last, last episode. This is what we needed to see from the Vancouver Canucks. We needed to see them grind out. Grind out wins. Again, I said at the time, it may be too little too late. Where was this a month ago? Where were these type of performances a month ago? I know the goaltending wasn't nearly as good. But a gritty, defensive, gritty win. Again, I'm I'm running out of adjectives to describe those type of games. But where were, where were these type of wins a month ago when it really wouldn't mattered? That's what I keep coming back to. You're probably gonna get Thatcher Demko versus Carey Price Saturday night. The two goalies in March with the best goal saves. Above average at 5-on-5. Five five. And we, uh, we mentioned it last Friday. Checked it again. Vancouver Canucks still the best save percentage in the National Hockey League in the month of March, but still last, <laughs> still last, in scoring chance 4 percentage in the month as well. So the plan is pretty clear for the Vancouver Canucks going into these games against Montreal. If you're basing it off of what happened in Ottawa, relying some good goal tending to get a 2-0 lead and then sit back and defend said lead. Unfortunately, it didn't work out, those two games. Again, they blew two 2-0 leads. But that seems to be the game, game plan for the Vancouver Canucks. Bo Horvat seems to be finding his game. One goal, two assists these past two games. Brock Besser still... The team MVP this season. Their top guys are gonna have to be good the rest of the way. Any hope of the Vancouver Canucks making some sort of push in the month of March? One of the big storylines from Wednesday's game was the three-on-three overtime. Niels Hoaglander didn't see a lick, a lick of ice time in three-on-three. What the hell is going on there? I see Jake for Ten get a nice time, but not Niels Hoaglander, a guy who earlier in the game, let's be real, let's be honest, he tripped Thomas Shabbat, but that pass to Bo Horvat was really nice. And you don't think a guy like that, with his creativity, his vision, would be a good use at three-on-three three when there's way more open ice to pull off those dangles? You don't think that would be a good idea, Travis? Travis, I'm calling you out here. Put... Niels Hoaglander on the ice. Three on three overtime. Make it happen. Jimmy Vesey. Yes, Jimmy Vc was claimed from the Toronto Maple Leafs prior to the game Wednesday night. And because of bureaucracy and paperwork, essentially, he wasn't able to play the game. They made him bust his ass all the way to Canada, Ontario, suburb of Ottawa, where the Ottawa Senators play, and he couldn't even get on the ice. And look, I think it was Yerky21 on Twitter who tweeted out his car is still in the parking lot in Canada. He just, to, he just had to leave it there when they went off to Montreal. But Jimmy Vesey, I think at the time, I tweeted out, and I think a lot of people were thinking the same thing, Jimmy Vesey getting claimed means Tanner Pearson could be on his way out. We'll get into that later, but Maybe not now. But Jimmy VC seems like a solid, solid middle six forward, hopefully for the Vancouver Canucks for the rest of the season and maybe in the future as well if they we decide to keep him. Reminds me a lot of when Josh Levo was traded here from the Toronto Maple Leafs. Let's be real. Let's be honest. Again, the Toronto Maple Leafs have a bit better forward depth than the Vancouver Canucks, and they didn't really have need for Josh Levo. He comes over here, and he played pretty well up until his injury, right? He was a solid, again, middle six forward. Maybe something similar happens with Jimmy Vesey. Maybe something similar happens in the fact that, you know, he comes here and he finds, he finds a bit of chemistry with, let's say, an Adam Gaudette or... Maybe a, a Bo Horvat because of this injury to Tanner Pearson. And he becomes a good fit with his team. Again, it was unfortunate Josh Levo got injured, but I see parallels between the Jimmy VC waiver wire claim and, and the Josh Levo trade. A guy who's underutilized in Toronto comes here and does pretty well. Let's be honest, Josh Levo was a pretty solid forward for the Vancouver Canucks when he was here pre cap injury. But again, we're going to play this again. It is all about these two games against the Montreal Canadiens. If you don't win these two games, if you do not win these two games against Montreal in regulation, in regulation, that's the key part, in regulation, you have to win them in regulation. If you don't win these back-to-back games in regulation, you can probably kiss... Any chance of meaningful games the rest of the season down the toilet? It fl- flush it down. Again, two wins in regulation against Montreal. That then I'm fully on board. Let's see what happens the rest of the season. That doesn't happen. Time to think about the future. Anyways, we're gonna go to a quick break, and uh, at, at the end we're gonna talk about A Tanner Pearson injury. What a what a blow for the Vancouver Canucks. All right, we're back. We're going to end this show with a bit of Tanner Pearson injury talk. Look, Tanner Pearson was announced this morning by head coach Travis Green that he was going to be out for around four weeks, which puts his return probably close to the actual trade deadline, which is April 15th. Rick Dollywall early in the morning reporting that was two weeks. Now it sounds like four. Maybe it's somewhere in the middle, but it is, it's just a brutal blow. Brutal blow for Tanner Pearson. I know... He was he had his detractors online, but he was gonna be a valuable trade chip for the Vancouver Canucks if they decided to explore that route. Again, I think the Jimmy VC trade initially, initially was, and maybe this is some wishful thinking right now, it was Ford planning for a future without Tanner Pearson in the lineup. So Tanner Pearson out four weeks. And it just goes to show, like if you were a bit proactive with this, if you were a bit more proactive, if you were a Canucks management, maybe you could have gone and gone something decent for Tanner Pearson. I'm talking about like a third-round pick. Even that, I would consider that a win for Jimbo. Win for Jimbo if he gets a third-round pick for Tanner Pearson. But now you're maybe a conditional pick. Again, he's injured. You can't trade for him now. You train for him now, he's injured. You have to sit for a bit anyways. Maybe a conditional pick. That's what you're looking at right now for Tanner Pearson. And I stress maybe because that's not a guarantee. But it's just a kick in the bo- in, in the balls pretty much for Canucks fans who wanted to see this team take a bit more proactive approach. Who wanted for them to get ahead of the NHL trade deadline, any one of their biggest trade chips off the board for the future. Because it's still possible that, that you trade a guy like Brandsetter. Sutter Still possible they trade guys like Nate Schmidt or, or Tyler Mott. Again, I'm, I'm doubtful just because you have to trust Jim Benning that he has a two-year plan, and I don't know if I do, but Tanner Pearson going to be out for a significant chunk of time for the season. Just, just a slap in the face to, to any fan out there who wanted this team to take a more proactive approach. Again, I, I honestly think that Jimmy VC waiver wire pickup was for the fact that they were they were looking at moving Tanner Pearson. And now, well, maybe he gets resigned. I I still I I, I hope not. I don't think that's possible. But if you're not going to trade him and let him walk, that's that's a brutal brutal. Just another brutal blow for Jimbo and this Canucks management group. Anyways, that is today's episode of Power of the Towel, part of the Next Misconduct Podcasting Network. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. As we like to say here, four shows, one swipe, one tap. We'll be back on Tuesday for our regularly scheduled programming. Got a good guest up. Hopefully everyone's excited for that. And once again, this is Power the Towel, part of the Next Misconduct Network of Podcasts. I'm your host, Nick Bondi. Thank you for listening.